Welcome Thrive Nation to the new Youth Thrive podcast where we focus on what the youth need in our society today. I am your host Egla Wandurwa and on this episode we'll be talking about investments and our fantastic guest Clarence Muhoro who is the CEO of Young Investors Africa, a financial fanatic with a vision to change how we view finances and investing. We'll be taking us through this and helping us understand what it is about. We also understand that he has the passion to change the narrative and make a difference. So Clarence, welcome very much to this episode and do tell us about yourself. Thank you very much, Regina Tupo. I'm excited to be here. I am glad and I'm proud to be uh, part of Regina Tupo, a very wonderful platform. Um, and uh, I, I am a Christian, I am an entrepreneur, I am an investor. I am a community servant. And uh, I am glad to be the team leader at Young Investors Africa, whose purpose is to guide young people to create wealth through investment. And um, we'll be featuring and talking about my business and, and investment journey that is set to inspire uh, youth like me uh, to build our businesses and our investments so that you can have good finances and uh, create careers and opportunities for other people and to build our economy. Thank you. Okay, great. Thank you so much for that. And I believe we're actually continuing with the conversation that we had. In case you haven't listened to the part one of this conversation, be sure to look at it and get to actually understand what's happening. So Clarence, continue telling us about how your journey continued. And, you know, you were telling us about how you tried to convince people to invest with you and save with you. And, you know, how was this for you? you can continue that conversation, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much, Egla. Um, guys, you need to watch part one. Part one is very exciting. And so we're doing part two. And so um, we're also doing part three. So you guys have to make sure you're following the entire series and giving us your feedback. And so um, now we're in university. It's 2019. Things platform is going on, learning to manage cash flow. Um, I'm under pressure, pressure producer diamonds, just to ensure that um, I deliver returns from for my savers and um, at that point there's a lot of growth because I was doing an investment challenge done by NSE. I was learning a lot. Um, basically I saw my investments grow. Basically uh, the, the shares we bought in 2020 December, 2018 December had grown Safaricom 40%, 42%, Centum had grown by 9%. They had also given us dividends on top and I was like oh my goodness. You mean tell me that you moved money from um, our savings chama to this investment account here and then our money has grown by 40% and we haven't worked for it and we are getting dividends too. Uh, basically dividends is there you have a cow it gives you milk the, when you buy shares in a business they divide profits so divided profits dividends divided uh, gains or divided uh, oh, sorry divided profits and um, I was like so fascinated in that it's like you moved money from the bedroom to the kitchen, but in the kitchen it was growing at a high rate. And basically you are you're utilizing money through ownership of, of a business, ownership of Safaricom. Basically I own a small piece of Safaricom, I'm an owner. And so my reward for taking, as an owner, you always take on risk. Uh, you always, uh, as an owner of a business, every business is, has owners. They take the profits and they bear the risk. And so by me having the confidence to invest in Safaricom, they reward you back with dividends and growth. And uh, I was really fascinated and I was like, man, this is my thing. So it was a period of intense growth. Um, and uh, I really, 
I was really keen on growing and um, uh, I was getting people to stay with me, trying to invest and trying to learn. And um, things were making sense. And um, I was now trying to see, okay, uh, and as I usually say, I, if you can always increase, increase your revenue, probably your income, it can give you uh, a high, it can give you a better position to invest, basically because you can invest more. So I was wondering, okay, I'm investing people's savings, also my savings, my, my small savings are doing, but how can I be able to own more shares? How can I be able to increase ownership? And I was still trying to figure out, okay, what business, what business can I uh, invest in? And so I remember um, my cousin used to sell ankle socks. I was like, these ankle socks look very well. They are, they're very, they are, they are luminous in color. Uh, you know, the luminous green, luminous pink, luminous orange, very good colors. And I told him, can you just take me? Uh, and we went to OTC in town, and in town, in the downtown, if I can say. And um, we we got just, I think, a packet, a small packet or two, about 24 pairs. And um, I told him, can you just walk around through the entire, now, if you go down further in OTC, now you're talking combat. But yeah, yeah, you guys in SIU, we hustle, we hustle. No guys think SIU, oh, SIU, they are babies and stuff. But basically, everyone is trying to figure out a way to 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 grow and to reach the next level. And so we walked around in town. It was very, I remember I was panicking that my phone would be stolen. So I was, because it was just crowded. You see someone with a tiny moving around quickly. It was just, you know, those, the way that, that area was just so dense. Like, if there was going through it at that point, I think it could have just like it's like almost hundred thousand people in one walkway. If you you're told move, 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 move. Someone is cutting out uh, wood, you don't want it to hit you, uh, people are bumping into each other. And as we're looking around, we're just looking for a product. What is it that is so unique here that if I take it back to the South Africa and probably to my neighborhood, people would love it. And uh, that's always the same premise since primary. What is in demand that can create value, more value? And I, I, we walked around and we reached somewhere. And it was very muddy at that point. And it was this rebounders and they saw these socks. Those socks were so beautiful. Like you'd see Christmas designs. You'd see uh, the rock. You'd see socks with funny quotes. You'd see socks that uh, had apples, bananas, pizza. They're called happy socks. Now that time, 2020, now they were, you know, that was the first bell. Nowadays, everywhere is happy socks. Um, I'm wearing happy socks. Um, everywhere is happy socks. Um, you see people walking in town carrying a bale of socks. But at, at that point, they were just new in town. Socks were fresh. I was like, and I saw the socks and I just loved them. I was like, this is beautiful. Like, this is extraordinary. Like, the designs are just magnificent. Magnificent. And something just sparked me. I just knew. And um, sometimes um, just having that business sense, it's very key, just knowing that this one will sell. And how do you do that? How do you create a business sense or create a business mentality? Reading business books, watching things like Shark Tank to see what products the investors invest in, looking at what products, what products do people like in the market? Uh, do people like wearing Jordans or do people like uh, wearing hoodies or do people like um, iPhones? I just trying to see what people like in the market. And um, when I saw those, I just knew people would just love having funny, uh, designy socks. And um, remember, I just called my girlfriend, told her, hey, babes, we need to sell 
I found this thing. It's gold. I, I said, I found gold. Like, we need to start selling this. And I, I, as I said, never think about um, the uh, what and what. Just get your first pairs. If you have a, a thousand on you, tell oh, you have 500 on you. Tell, oh, you have, uh, I think one was going at 40 bob. I had 400 bob. I just took, I think I had 350 or 360. I took nine of them. Like, let, let's start with this. Just start from where you are and then build up. And so since they had very good designs, obviously you put a very good markup. Instead selling at 150, 100, basically, basically four times what you're buying or three times. So basically once you sell, once you buy, you're able to, to sell. Once you sell, you're able to buy back three times more in terms of stock. And um, I found Happy Socks and uh, Happy Socks was just an opportunity for me. There's one thing people need to realize. These financial markets are very, can be very dark. Like um, it's research buying for me. I'm not a trader. Someone who's looking at crafts every day. No, for me, I I I, I am like I a model where I'm buffet. Basically, just own wonderful businesses and keep them. And uh, basically, the goal is for you to try and see if you can earn more income and keep owning these wonderful businesses or wonderful investments. So that at any point, if one of them shoots up, uh, you become rich. Like for example, 2020, Elon Musk was worth at five billion. Uh, he went up to over 300 billion because Tesla, um, Tesla's model was unique. And so probably if you had shares in Tesla, you are like, oh, 10K is now at 100K or just 10K is now at 90K. So when you own these unique businesses uh, that you've researched on and just keep them, you just need to be patient. And uh, over time, you just see great gains because time, time reveals winners. And um, I really wanted to grow my income um, and um, just getting that opportunity to sell with my girlfriend uh, really, really fascinated me. Uh, it was, was also a point of learning because uh, we are doing a business. And um, remember, we'd go for these family functions where you go to somewhere like Evergreen Park. Then Johnny, you tell them, hey, guys, I have happy socks. Buy, buy, buy for me, buy. And guys were laughing then. They're like, wow, these socks look so nice. Then you get seven. At that point, you are, we, had, uh, we were doing, we had like over 100 socks you're trying to sell. And in USAU, anytime you heard about vending events, man, we would get them. Like, basically, I was humble enough to, yes, I'm buying wonderful stocks and uh, people are telling me I'm, I'm buying more stocks, but I was humble enough to, you know, get to the customer and sell uh, them happy socks and sell them, you know, nothing. Like, everything is business. They say you can be a billionaire selling oranges. just need to figure out the metrics behind it. And uh, it was a really exciting experience because I was the guy who was, like, trying to manage the business, see, okay, what stock do we need? Uh, how to divide profits and everything. My girlfriend was there and hey guys, come join, come get your socks for you, boyfriend, come get socks with you, friends. There was all that. And um, we were doing that and um, basically you learn sales. And I think um, the best um, job said, the best storyteller wins. And basically, in another format, it's saying the best salesperson wins because in life you're selling yourself. You're selling your ideas. You're selling your products. You're selling your concept. You're selling, you know, if if someone enters into a relationship with you, you're selling them the idea of uh, progress and growth together, or family and stability. If someone enters a partnership with you, you're selling them um, your value. If you're working, you're selling the company. You're trying to sell yourself to the company. Not you make a very good CV showing your skills. You're selling your skills, your everything. And um, 
happy 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 socks uh made us really happy you know you're saying happy feet and uh you would tell guys go check out happy socks forever on instagram still still goes on and um we did sales and basically what was happening is you take some capital let's say 5k you go to business you make probably in two weeks you made 8k and that 8k part of it you had buying more shares as you divide profits so now when you as you go on dates um you are um, you are uh, you know those dates are not uh you actually paint from the dates from the from the from the what from the business you're doing the girlfriend and um i usually say guys one woman if you can find a lady um who is amazing that's great and you're really blessed if you find a lady who's caring concerning loving uh focused loyal diligent that's amazing uh and more importantly uh or even just to add if you can you can find a lady who you can do business with and grow together and you empower her or you you guys empower each other even better uh usually say um a good lady will make you money <laughs> but uh and that is very interesting because um ladies are very amazing beings and um i usually believe um very ladies are taking over this generation and um if you can if you have someone uh just being a great leader for them and uh, you guys going in the same direction and you guys being there for each other can really go far because when you everything is right um at home uh now everything will be right in the world and so um that was happy socks and we did business we every time there was a sale we would get that done um and so and with the business you keep growing so probably now you're like okay hey boss now i am busy with this and this and this now can we get someone who will sell for us and we give them a commission and so at any point when there was a vending event uh our happy socks business was there just getting fast revenue and that revenue you're buying more shares and so it's a cycle basically you you're getting savings you're building capital you get some of that capital to invest in the business the business is uh generating profits you're paying the capital back um and then the profits you're buying more 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 stocks and i mean not more happy stocks to sell more and also uh investing much more so it's a good cycle there is screenshot i had of a friend of mine close friend uh who got a trampoline uh who was a trampoline and so she started uh charging people in the estate to the kids in this it's only 20 bucks to jump on the trampoline and then now uh, she was getting income very young person uh 20 year old getting income for 19 creating income then using that income to buy stocks and then it's like that's how you build well basically you generate income then from that income you gen- uh, you invest into passive investments like shares or something so that as you as you're working you're, you're creating income and then even your assets are working for you so they're generating more income so even if i say okay now i'm posing the trampoline business the shares keep on growing and um that was happy socks and 2019 probably as a wrap of 2019 2019 um as um I, let, me, let me just add on something i also i was very probably i usually say your youth is a big foundation to your career or to your future and um I worked over the holidays. I just look for places to work and I ask for free, please. Um, can I come work here for free? So I'm like, free? When people here for free? Yeah, like, come, 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 come. So I had worked in a insurance company for two weeks on my holiday. Um, and uh, that was in end of 2018. I mean, uh, 2018, basically. And um, 
and I, it was such an amazing environment, amazing people, but in my heart, I was unhappy. And I just knew Clarence, um, I just need to figure out how I can become my own boss. And I also realized, you know, sometimes you think, as young people, I usually say, when you finish high school, you should just do an attachment somewhere. So you see how things are in general. Sometimes you think, I'll outwork everyone, I'll be unique, but then everyone there is trying to outwork everyone. Everyone there is doing their roles. So it's a very uh, different playing game. That's so, why, um, and then in 2019, over the other solid day, that time you're selling happy socks, um, people are saving and you're investing much more, uh, a bit of uh, growth. I went to work in a factory, a juice factory. And um, before I go into the story of the juice factory, I'd like to ask Egla if you have any questions uh, or if you want any clarification on any point so that we are on the same page. Oh yeah, okay. Um, I have one running question of what is yes. the difference between investing and creating a business or is it just the same thing? It's the same thing. Basically, investing, investing uh, as a term means um, it is a strategic purchase or sale of an asset or, or sale of an asset in order to produce in order to produce income or capital gain. So you can invest in the financial market things like shares, bonds, uh, derivatives, uh, do things like forex. You can invest in money back life insurance plans. Uh, you can invest in NFTs. You see, an NFT is basically you're buying something so, so that you can resell it. You're buying digital art so you can resell it. A business, basically, if when I'm investing in shares, if I'm if I'm investing in shares in Safaricom, I'm buying the shares and I'm buying shares in that business. If I'm investing in shares in Vijana Tupo, I'm buying shares and investing in that business. And so, um, investment is also there's the financial markets part and also there's the business part. If I'm investing in a business, you're putting money in that business so that you can create income or capital gain. So it's a strategic purchase or sale of an asset in order to produce income or capital gain. Everything is an investment. You can decide to invest in, as you say, commodities are investments. If you look at financial markets, people even trade on things such as wheat, oil, um, things such as meat, uh, especially in those developed markets such as USA. Chicken, people in uh, markets that track the prices of chickens. So there's always, um, those, and that is very, that's a very good question. And so um, business and investments are very similar. And investing in shares is investing in business. Um, and you can invest in, in someone's business. Let's say I invest in Egla's business. And um, I'm, I'm not involved in it. I just gave her capital and she's just doing that and then giving me a return. That can be passive. Uh, that's a passive investment or i can invest in Egla's business or I, I invest in john's business but i'm a partner and so we are working towards creating returns for us as in as an investment uh is that clarified yes yes i now see that it can you know they're actually correlating yeah yes 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 and so um when i worked and it all comes to make sense it, it all connects because when i worked in when i went to work in treetop uh uh when i went to work in a juice factory i realized a number of things basically now i was working in someone's business and um i was seeing now systems i was seeing um processes i was seeing 
uh, basically you're selling, but sometimes you're selling on credit. Basically you sold, but Uchumi hasn't paid you or Tasket hasn't paid you or uh, any brand of there. Not, uh, not to say that they haven't, but um, any business has not paid you back. And so it shows the cash constraints. Yes, you're selling, yes. Uh, on a paper, you'll see that you've made sales, but in terms of cash, if you look at the cash flow statement of the business, it means that they're actually hemorrhaging cash. They're actually at a tough position. And so it gave me a lot of perspective. And, um, and it was perfect because you realize when you're investing in shares, and uh, now you're looking at, at things now in the form of financial markets, like Egla wants to buy KCB shares. You don't just buy because of the price. You go and check the business. You're researching the business. So you want to check your profitability levels. Do you guys have cash, uh, management? Uh, who are the management? Uh, are the employees happy? Those are the things that determine a good investment. And so just being in a company or in these two businesses in which I worked for, an insurance company and a factory, I saw now things inside. Probably the outsider's perspective is like, ah, things are, are this guy the factory, a billionaire. Then you see, okay, the things that are there, the cash flow, the employees, motivation, um, you're able to see, are they happy? Um, do you have cash? Are you profitable yet? Uh, um, loopholes, like you're able to learn a lot. And so it gave me the perspective of someone who's inside a business. So if I am looking at, at in either investing between, I want to invest in a bank, so there's Standard Chartered, there is um, Equity, there is KCB, there is um, this Diamond Trust Bank, and they're all in the financial markets, I want to buy shares. I'd look, which is the best business here? Okay, price, I've seen the price, I've seen the price relative to last year. I want to see profit levels. What are the profit margins? Who are your owners? Who are your managers? Are you a, are you an integral company? Um, um, so many things. Um, are you de developing products? Are your products in demand? Uh, what about your brand? Do you, do you yes, you may have profits, but do you have cash flow? There is company in USA called Enron. It's usually a big story. Basically, Enron was a highly profitable company, high profits, but people are buying into it. And they collapsed into one of the biggest tra tragedies. Why? Because they were high profits, but no cash. And someone was like, but, but profits means cash. No, profits, we say, is a choice. So basically, let's say we have 10 cups, 10 Formula One cups, and uh, each cup goes for 1,500. If I said 10 of them, that's 15,000. Basically, probably about them at using 5K, I say I made a profit of um, 10,000. And so it shows profit 10,000. And you're like, hey, it's a good business. You're making probably 10,000 every week or 10,000 every month or 10,000 every two weeks or 10,000 every three days or something. But let's say half of those people didn't pay. Half didn't, didn't pay. So half haven't paid or that is, it means that only, only five people paid for the cups at 7,500. And so it means I've only made 2,500 in cash, right? Or if I can use another example, let's say we are, we are um, me and um, 10 good friends, or me and nine good friends, now we are 10 of us, we go and uh, buy a piece of land in Kamulu, let's say it's worth a million bob, and we decide to do, and we both put 100,000 as an investment, and we both decide to do uh, avocado farming. And so we've invested a million bob. Let's say we're doing avocado farming. 
And so in terms of uh, annual invest in avocado farming and uh, we, we planted the, the seeds and everything, the things grew, but the avocados came out small. There was no enough rain. The kids in Kamulu, Aliba, avocado, Zote. And now basically we made a loss of 20,000. 20,000, we made a loss of 20,000. Basically meaning that if you are you 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 equal partners, it's like if everyone has made a loss of 20K. Um, and, and so, we made us 20k. But then now, um, when, when it comes to profits, there are things called revaluation profits, basically revaluing your assets. So the land in Kamulu, it has gone up in value by from 1M to 1.3M. The demand in Kamulu is amazing. So the, the demand in Kamulu has gone up by 300,000. So our value of land is 1.3M. So if we say we've recorded our revaluation profit of 300,000, a revelation gain of 300,000, but then we made a loss of 200,000. So overall, we will say that we made a profit of 100,000. And um, the question I asked Edgar, if we said we made a profit of 100,000 and you are 10 of us, can we divide that money and everyone gets 10,000? What do you think, Edgar? We have 100,000 and then we divide between 10 people. Um, we made a loss of 200,000 as a business, a loss of 200,000 as a business, but we needed agricultural farming. We, the avocados didn't, wasn't a good business, but then the land that you're doing the avocado farming in has gone up by 300,000 in, in value. Okay. So, and so now we say in account, we say we've made a profit of 100,000. Can you divide that money amongst 10 of us? Uh, okay, yes, but we'll get 10,000. <laughs> now, that's where the trick comes in. Because mm -hmm. in terms of business, we've lost 200,000. But we've revalued our land. Our land is now worth one, from 1M to 1.3M. Meaning that we've, our land has gone up by 300,000. But that is just revaluing. It's just, for example, uh, you waking up and you saying, my business is now worth... 9m i mean my business was, is worth 9m today since we've added more customers it's now worth 9.5m that 500,000 is, is it's not actual cash it's actually revaluation it's actually saying okay yes my land has gone up but i only make money when it's sell. and so in that situation yes we see that we, we made a loss of 20,000 basically we, we are less 20,000 in cash but then our value of land has gone up 10,000 so it means you're up 100,000 but we cannot share that money because that is just, it is just me waking up and saying, ah, Clarence, I'm now a celeb. My t-shirt worth a thousand bob is now worth a thousand five hundred pounds. It's only until I sell will I get the extra five hundred bob. And so in actual sense, this uh, avocado business, we are, are at a negative 200,000 in cash. Value has gone up, but value can only be realized when you sell. And so that is the difference between, I, I learned uh, basically working, that is profits, but then there's cash flow. And it's very good to realize that. And so I was realizing that being inside a business, uh, working in, in someone's business, it gave me the perspective, even as I was investing in the financial markets, to always look for cash flow. And um, it was a very, very ideal lesson. And, um, and um, that was 2019. I worked after two months of working. Uh, I was working as I was studying. I was like, ah, I'm done uh, because I my grades were getting at all and I was also getting very tired. And um, I, towards the end of the year, I realized, Clarence, you've worked inside a business. 
you've run a business and you've invested in a business from the financial markets side. And so I, I had the entire, I've, I've done investment challenges, I'd read books, I'd done a finance course. So I had the entire school. And basically it was God who had just prepared me and everything had interconnected into someone who understood things from all different perspectives, from someone who is uh, working in someone's business, from someone who is running his own business, and from someone who is investing in someone's business from the financial market point. And um, it gave me the entire perspective, uh, someone who's learning also about uh, finances, about this financial investment, and someone who's reading books about them. And so it gave me the entire edge. And towards the end of 20, I was like, boss, parents, you can teach this. You can teach people how to invest very, very well. Because now I was doing good investments. I was seeing them grow. I was seeing the pitfalls that one should see, uh, that one will fall into. And uh, voila, I got an idea again. That was around November 2019. Why don't I start an investors club to connect all investment students in USA? And um, let's let's create a force for investment. And um, and um, now that we'll go on to the next story, which is about how uh, USA investors club and the journey towards that. And basically, that was me how everything has connected to the point where I believe that I was in a good position to get other people in the investment journeys. Wow, that is very interesting. Thank you. And I'm having a bit of a revelation about the revaluation profit. I actually thought that if there's profit, then there's profit. That's why the question was even very hard for me because I'm like, yeah, there's 100,000, 10 people, that's it, getting 10K, 10K. <laughs> and that was really um, an eye-opener. And thank you so much for this. <laughs> so, Welcome. Uh, <laughs> we'll continue <laughs> on the next episode, yes. <laughs> so uh, give us a parting shot and tell us where we can get you on um, your social media handles and all that. So my parting shot uh, for episode two would be, as young people, you just need to, to do the, be the best we can, not what the best Clarence has done or the best Egler or Elon Musk has done, but the best you can to really grow in this um, when you're young, because at a point, it all comes to define the next stage. Um, for us now in the next stage, uh, our, this stage of my life was built by um, the decisions I made earlier. So just be the best you can be. And um, at the end of the day, any hard work you put, um, God comes and shows you why you are there for that season or why that season was very important. Probably it was to give you perspective, probably it was to give you um, courage, probably just to increase your faith, probably just even to tempt you and see your strength, probably just to refine you. And so very, very key. Uh, my socials are mainly on Instagram, Clarence and Muhoro, LinkedIn, Clarence Muhoro, Facebook, Clarence Muhoro, WhatsApp, 0756-490-192. And guys, make sure to tune in to the next part as you go through USA um, Investors Club and the journey towards starting Young Investors Africa. Thank you.
Thank you so much, Clarence, for your time to talk to us. However, again, this is not the last of this topic. Make sure to stick around for more in-depth conversations on investments. Please give us, um, again, to our listeners, we'd like to hear from you again. Do follow us on our platforms on Instagram at Utify Networks and on Vijana Tupo. For more podcasts, you can find the Money Attic, Career Attic, Vijana Tupo Talks, on all podcast platforms and kindly subscribe to get notified when we post a new a new episode. Thank you so much for listening. I have been your host, Agla Wandurwa.